I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Session. I am Tarina. And I am Kelly. And we are here to talk about a super awkward topic. Ooh. How to fire your vendor after you've hired them. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's it's an awkward conversation does for sure. Does it happen all the time? Oh, yeah. It, I think it happens way more than you think it does. And I think it, I think people are afraid to do it mm-hmm. but sometimes it's it's Necessary. okay sometimes it's okay to can yes. somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're not talking firing your vendor because of a preference we're, we're talking some like serious yeah. things here yeah right it's kind of you taken all the steps and now it's time to cut the ties and we're here to guide you on how to do it right and f- yeah i mean oh, oh god i've got like so many stories that just bubbled up in my head so i'm like Wah. i think the biggest thing is about recognizing the red flags when you mm-hmm. see them mm-hmm. because they might present really well mm-hmm. on the console and be like oh this is sounds really really great and then all of a sudden uh, things go well we'll, di- we'll dive in. we'll dive into we'll dive it in. but yeah it's i think it's about those mm-hmm. red flags we need to pay attention to but our ultimate goal is that you want to have the wedding that you want if you are having a wedding and you are having an amazing day but then there are certain vendors that are one specific one that's pissing you off <laughs> and you're rolling your eyes and you're talking to your bridesmaids or, or your groom or whatever and saying, oh, I can't believe this vendor. Is that the vibe you want on your wedding day? Mm-hmm. And if you can catch this in the beginning and assess, is it worth it? Just because yeah. you put money down doesn't mean you is have to. Worth, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is the cost for you not to be here? <laughs> My sanity is so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> So for you new listeners joining us today, the Planner's Perspective segment is when we take one topic or element of your wedding day and discuss it and debate both sides of the coin. Think of us like your coffee filter. Everyone is giving you confusing information and opinions. We take it and filter it into smooth and sensible advice. With all those worries and concerns bouncing back and forth in your brain, it's hard to stay sane when you have family and friends offering advice. (laughs) So we're going to set the tone a little bit here. So imagine... You and your fiance, you've already started the planning process and you've already booked a lot of your vendors, but you've come to kind of like a crossroads with maybe one of them and you're wondering what the heck you're supposed to do. So the most important thing to remember is you are a team, right? (laughs) Together. Be on the same page. (laughs) Please be on the same page when it comes to this decision, because if you have a... A friend who's a DJ. Uh, Well, no, it's not even that. It's more like if you're... He's my bro. (laughs) He's real bad. (laughs) Oh, man. But I think is when you 
We always like a united front with our couples mm-hmm. and we like involved couples. Yes, sure, the bride will probably have a little bit more of an involvement than the groom just because grooms really don't care about linen napkin colors. But there are some things that like you guys need to be on the same page with. So mm-hmm. if you get to this point when you're together and you're like, you know what, this is this is not working for us. What do we do? We're going to help you through this, but you guys need to be standing side by side. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're, we're painting a picture. You have hired this vendor and you met with them and the consult was all the freaking glitter and glam that you could hope for. And you had this amazing conversation, amazing interview and said, yes, take my money and be my vendor on my wedding day. <laughs> As time goes on, you realize this glitter factory isn't all it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So now you're thinking, OK, this wasn't what I thought it was. Not what I signed up for. (laughs) So that's when you really start to think, is it time to break this relationship? But it's usually you book them, there's money down. This is the topic that we're going to run you through today. Mm -hmm. So let's jump in to some reasons why you need to cut the ties. They are unprofessional. Mm, Big one. So big. I I am like at a loss for words because this one is such an important thing because (laughs) Did you know (laughs) the wedding industry is a collection of small businesses? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there are really no, there's no standards in our industry. We all work really, really hard. And you're going to find some people that have been in the industry for many, many years that have an incredible reputation. And they are really, really good at what they do. And they take pride in their work. And there are some people that might seem shiny on the outside, but are super crusty on the inside, and they are not very good. (laughs) So when we say unprofessional, we're talking about things like, yes, yep, 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 absolutely. Yep, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, we can totally do that. But if I'm a yes man, yeah, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Contracts are there for a reason Uh to help protect the client, but also to protect the vendor as well. They're there. It's an important thing to have. But if you are breaking your word in any way, if you're legally breaking your contract, like that's a huge red flag. But the whole like verbal promises of like, oh, yeah, we can totally do that. But then never actually following through that. That's such Mm -hmm. a huge thing. And it can even start as simple as, oh, yeah, you said you guys were going to include this. Oh, I totally forgot. Okay, don't worry about it. We'll make sure it's on the day. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh I want that. I want that in writing. Uh And those are, you know, once is is an accident, we're all human. But if it's a repeated like, hey, can you please add this in? Or hey, like you, you said you would do this for us or... You know, maybe a it's repeated a repeated offender. Oh, repeat. Oh, so bad. Yeah. So, and and we've come across these vendors, unfortunately. We or they really cut you avoid off. them. Yeah, or they, 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 or they, um, they cut you off when you're asking them a question, mm-hmm. right? Oh, can you do this music? No, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. And you're like, no, you don't, though. That's why I'm here. I didn't tell you the title. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is literally why I'm standing in front of you, yeah. giving you stink eyes, because <laughs> you're like literally not listening to me. <laughs> can you get this color? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Mm, you didn't get the color. <laughs> nay, nay, yeah. So that's what we mean by unprofessional. You start to notice these little red flags that pop yes, up. Absolutely, they, they, for uh, sure. They're not keeping the promise that was said verbally or even remotely in their contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, following oh, up with you prior to the event date, based on what they said they would follow up mm-hmm. you, with you. Even you can sometimes see it in the beginning where their contracts are. Dare I say on a word document. Which you can create a Word document to a PDF. That is, yeah, very simple. Yeah, that's just kind of con- yeah, yeah. I mean, Even we, it was created I mean, as Word and made to PDF. That's, that's fine, right? Because yeah. you know, to be fair, we started using Word Microsoft. Like that's how you get started, right? It's like it's cheap, it's yeah. easy, and everybody knows how to write totally. a Word document. So, but then you like PDF it, which you means P- that you're like protected. you are sealing the document. <laughs> 
in a picture. Yes. <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it. And then you mail it off. And then it looks a little bit more professional. Yes. Or it's sent in a – sometimes it's sent in an email, but I, I like it in an attachment. Mm-hmm. I do not like it in an email thread. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or this is my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> Starting a new email thread every time. I don't, know, I don't know what we talked about last week. I, I need a thread. I – okay, so – To remind me. So I end up – usually the way – I try and organize it because the way my brain works is like I try to do it based on like the client and then the topic. So if we're just going to have a giant conversation about maybe – the venue, for example, and they provide a few different services, mm-hmm. then I want to be able, like, I'm looking at you being, like, the venue catering. This whole thread is about food. Because yes, I don't want to spend 9,000 hours searching <laughs> through this giant-ass email thread that we've been talking about for the last year and a half, mm-hmm. and it's buried somewhere, and you're hitting the Control-F hoping you're going to find your catchword. <laughs> Control-F, food. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are hooped. You're totally hooped, for sure. Oh, my gosh, yes. Unprofessional is such a huge thing. Yes, and you can usually figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, that I'm- is a one of the reasons we mm. feel it's good to cut the tie. Yeah. Another one is, let's call it a feeling. It's a it's a weird vibe. It's not it's, – and it's stressing you out. Yes. Let's clarify what we mean by this. So when we say not the right vibe, it's mm. you have – you obviously booked them for a reason because you liked how they present, how they presented themselves, or um, you know, you you guys made a joke, you found some common ground. There's a reason why you booked them, mm-hmm. but sometimes it can change a little bit, and mm-hmm. it, it gets to the point where you know they you might feel like you're not being taken care of properly or listened and, to, and not being listened to, mm-hmm. and and a lot of what we do is communication. And we're going to, this is a common theme that we're going to talk about in, in our, in the notes that we're going to go on for this episode, but communication is so important. And you feel, if you feel like there's like a lack of communication or they're like legit stressing you out and be like, dude, where are you? Like, I need your help. Or bro, like you need to step back. You're driving me absolutely crazy. Like we're not even at the wedding day and you're freaking me out right now. And it can be any vendor. Um, maybe it's your wedding planner. I mean, we, we're, we're speaking from a planner's perspective, but have you ever had a planner that's like, okay, sis, there are so <laughs> many stories about a bad, bad planner mm-hmm. versus a good planner. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's just the nature of the hospitality event business. For every 10 bad one, there's a good one. Well, here's so, the thing. We're very high-strung people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we're chill. Mostly we're chill. We try to be chill. But we are inherently a very high-strung type A kind of people. Oh, we were talking about a collective. But, because a collective. <laughs> Planners specifically. But yes, I mean, there is – It's it can be a little bit hit or miss, which mm-hmm. is partly why doing your due diligence when you are finding them is very, very important. And part of the reason why we like to do our in-person as much as we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> our in-person consults is because we um, – Right? Or Zoom, whatever it is. <laughs> it's all good. Is because we want to meet you because as much as you are vetting us – as your vendor, we're also vetting you as a client. For us, vibe is so important. Uh-huh. Feeling is so important. You need to like us because we're going to be with you all day, all day, all night, more than your family, more than your friends, <laughs> more than your friends, more than your family. We're the ones that are in the back trying to fix your dress. We're fixing your hair. We're lifting your dress up as you're trying to go to the bathroom. Yep. We're putting your boutonniere on. Maybe we're trying to tuck your shirt in again. I don't really know what you've been doing, but. <laughs> We're with you guys a lot. And so we want to make so sure much. that you – we jive well together. Mm-hmm. It's And I know a lot of other vendors have the same concerns. Mm-hmm. Where as, a, as, a, as we're interviewing more and more of our vendor friends <laughs> and we're talking more and more with them, that's the one thing I think a lot of them are saying is that, you know, we – it's a very high-stress job that we do. And so we want to make sure that we – we want to have fun while we're doing it. And we, we can only have, have fun. And we can only have fun 
when we have fun with the people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Another one we hear all the time. So many excuses. So many. My dog died. My dog ate my homework. Yeah, my kid's sick. I, mean, I got stu- I got stuck in traffic. I mean, how many of these have we used actually? Yeah. Oh, my email is uh is not working. Oh, my internet my internet's down. How in 2021 do you have no internet? It's called data, or you go to the friggin' library. Like I don't get it. Yeah, I lost my phone. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, which oh, phone? Right. Oh, I switched four to five. Uh, there's iPhone 12s now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you hear them all, and one, one or two. Okay, one or two. Wow, We're you get people. I got I a get toddler. It, it happens. Oh it happens. But I have actually been stuck in traffic, so like I get it. Yeah, but continuously over and over again oh i sent you an email last week oh like well i had to go to this thing and that and the other or excuses of using their other clients yeah, yeah. oh i double booked that is the biggest wow yeah or even just saying like oh i have to deal with these people or they're paying more money so i'm gonna talk to you second we had matter. somebody say that to us once i was like i don't think you should be admitting that out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. A- Oof, yeah. It doesn't matter. The or, client has paid the vendor for a service mm, and they no don't kidding. really give a shit about your other clients at the well, time. Oh my gosh. Like it's there's a fine line between us being human. We're human people. So we have mm-hmm. we've got lives, things happen to us. You know, a little bit of forgiveness is is allowed because that's that's just being a nice person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how at what point do you become the victim of like all these things are happening to me and I just you know, I'm doing my right. best. It's like, okay, well yeah. then why are you why are you doing this job if you're not capable if you're not physically capable of executing an email or a phone call mm-hmm. how the hell are you supposed to take care of me on my wedding day it's so funny this reminds me of a, a, a i would say a not friend anymore i used to have you, you know who she is mm-hmm. and she used to continuously say she was super busy being an entrepreneur and she had a <laughs> she had a business and she always came up with these excuses and i'm just but like, how busy how busy was she but it was more like girl I do the exact same thing. I, I get it. Yeah, I still am not as stressed out as you. <laughs> Somehow. You know, yes. I have a partnership. I hire people out yes. if I can't keep up. I, you're, you're talking to the wrong person. So No sympathy. Right? Yeah. So I, I, you, it's called balance. And all of mm-hmm. us have a life where we have to balance elements. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find the right balance, it translates into your work. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or even understanding what your boundaries are. Maybe you have to start mm-hmm. implementing them. You know, some people, yeah, I think that's something that we're definitely working towards a little bit better is, you know, <laughs> being able, because it just, us setting our boundaries mm-hmm. makes us better vendors does, for yes. our clients. Mm-hmm. It allows us time to refresh, have a nap, eat, <laughs> go to the gym, do all those things that make us better vendors. But if you're overlapping it without explaining it to your client, mm-hmm. that is looks just so badly on you and looks Mm -hmm. so badly on the rest of us in this industry Mm -hmm. because one wedding vendor is all wedding vendors. There's no divider. Mm -hmm. We're all in it together. Like we're all lumped in that whole thing. So it frustrates me when I hear stories of our clients struggling with vendors that they've chosen because they seemed great on paper. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, they're like, I don't even know if this person exists. (laughs) I think it's a bot. I don't even know. Oh, true. (laughs) Which leads me to uh, our next topic, our next piece is expectations and communication specifically. When you are, as a vendor, if you're hiring this person or they've hired you, I guess, let them know what the communication 
expectation is going to look like. So if I book you and then we're going to see you maybe like two months out from your wedding to do just a quick little recap and then I'll see you a week before the wedding and that is what that's what is in the contract and that's what I booked you for then then that's okay. But if you are oh yeah we're going to have all these meetings and all these site visits and do all this stuff and you're like it's crickets until weeks before the Mm -hmm. wedding. Holy crap. That's Have they ghosted you? Have they ghosted you? That's Mm -hmm. a huge red flag right? So I think communication is really important and just so that because it is such a stressful process Mm -hmm. and people are putting a lot of money down with people that they don't have never really met before it's 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 trust honor system here it's weird yeah we send them a bill for 50 percent of our holy crap i mean it's it's like you met us for 20 minutes but trust us trust in the process so you know if you if you're not helping to calm people down then that's also it just puts a really bad taste in people's mouths Mm -hmm. and then and then you and then you don't feel confident and that's a huge thing is lack wedding, of confidence. A wedding is an investment, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a big investment. Yeah. So it really want to know where your money's going. Totally. <laughs> and if you're expecting, you know, it's like buying a cheeseburger at McDonald's. You get the bun, the cheese, the meat, <laughs> pickles, and ketchup and mustard. Mm-hmm. Onions. Ooh, I eat a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you are expecting that you're whatever three bucks to purchase the burger and you get a bun you're gonna be pretty pissed be off pissed. the communication was weak where's the beef yeah. <laughs> exactly think of booking your vendors like a mcdonald's cheeseburger that's what it is that's what it is it's a visual <laughs> think of all the layers actually it's a very good visual when you mm-hmm. think of all the layers that are applied to planning your day that's, that's a good one is. yes that's a good one yeah, for sure so we're gonna we're gonna get a picture of it yeah for sure. oh my god that's awesome <laughs> but let's move on to our next piece mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. one is a big one i think it's kind of a weird one but it, it's very it's very present right now mm-hmm. uh how do we say it it goes against your ethics and morals and now, this is if, for example, extreme cases. Well, but also, like, so imagine you've booked with someone and they were really great on paper and you're really happy with their vibe and everything's really, really lovely and great. And then maybe they post something on social media that you're like, WTF? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What now? <laughs> this, and this is a weird feeling in my gut. Mm, I do not like I don't know if I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And. So it's tricky because sometimes people use their personal social media Mm -hmm. as well as a business platform. And so that's always a little dicey to do, first of all. So, well, you had a great example. Well, okay, yes, I did. So (laughs) because we're trying to figure out how do we how do we explain this? I mean, we have some real world. We've got some real world stuff, but we didn't want to out anybody Mm because that's also not really fair. But so imagine imagine you've booked a photographer. You love everything about them. But maybe they do a photo shoot with fur and you're vegan. Uh And so the photographer, for you, the photographer has done something that is like, ooh, that doesn't really sit well with me, especially since I'm an advocate for animals. Uh And But this photographer is like, wow, I'm doing a photo shoot for like vintage fur that's over, you know, 100 years old. And we're doing some, you know, cultural um, photo shoot in some way. And so in the moment, it kind of made sense for them. But for you personally, you're like, I don't like the fact that you are doing something like that Uh well you there is it a reason to fire them i don't really know if it really goes against like every fiber of your being and you're like you've literally broken a cardinal Mm -hmm. rule for me like this is really really 
I'm passionate about this. Keeping you awake at night. It's really bugging you. You're talking then, to people about it, right? Then yeah. maybe then maybe it's it's a it's a conversation. Maybe you need to maybe reassess that because if you are uncomfortable with that person representing you mm-hmm. on the day because like we've said in past episodes, your vendors are kind of a representation of you on mm-hmm. the day. So you pick the people you pick your your tribe a little bit. You pick your crew. You pick your your community of people that are going to take care of you on the day. And if you have somebody that's like, well, maybe a little bit, you know, you're not really too sure because, yeah, you know, I don't know. But if it's something that you're concerned about, then then you know, think it over. Just just have a, have uh, a chat. Have a chat. <laughs> yeah, have a chat with a couple people and and move forward mm-hmm. and see what's the best action for you exactly. at that point. But it, it hasn't happened to us personally in our planning and we've planned many many weddings mm. so it's just uh but it could it could very well happen yeah some people just kind of move past it i mean the photographer fur shoot is a, kind of an interesting example where some people are like oh, not really what mm-hmm. i believe in but i really like your style and you're a good mm-hmm. you i like mm-hmm. you every other way so maybe that's not a big thing for me again it kind of comes down to who you are as as a couple and where you sit with your values a little bit so yeah. kind of a yeah. weird topic. It's strange, but yeah. yeah. So anyways, I think if anything, you sort of talked, we were, when we were planning out our, our <laughs> script for today. <laughs> well, I know we totally script this. Yeah. Actually not even remotely close. I say we have a guideline. We have a flow. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about the idea of this whole like black and white thing where you've got the whole contractual challenges versus feeling challenges. And there are some things that are, go with your gut. And I think you should always listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It tells you every, when you're hungry. Every Zadie's cop show tells you to go with your gut. Go with your gut. <laughs> He's always right about the murder. I'm just saying. It's always the quiet one. Um, versus a contractual, you know, a contractual obligation as well. And so if they're breaking that, then yes, you are 100% in able, your rights. In your rights. Mm-hmm. The feeling one is a little bit more like search your heart. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> really search yourself and search your heart and see like, you know what, if this is a really, really huge deal breaker for us, then then you may have to may have to look at getting another vendor. So Yeah, like we we've said this before on the podcast that your wedding day, you're giving out a lot of energy, mm-hmm. a lot of positive, possibly negative, happy, sad tears, uh, just a lot of energy is coming out of you and you're giving it to people. Do you really want to give energy to a vendor mm-hmm. that shouldn't probably, doesn't need, deserve that energy? Doesn't deserve the energy, yep. I, I think a vendor deserves good energy. I I love that energy that we receive. I oh, love yeah. the nine o'clock hour on a wedding. <laughs> That's my favorite, favorite. That's when everything's done. Dancing's happening. Couple glasses of wine. We get a lot of chatty. Uh, we get a lot of couples. We get a lot of feedback at that point. Feedback. That is a great way. Lots of feedback from people. <laughs> and but I'd say the feedback is positive. It's always good feedback for sure. <laughs> yes. And, and that's just the best because they've had this amazing day and they've given out all this energy, but they have chosen to come to us in that moment at mm-hmm. nine o'clock, whether it's a parent, a, the couple, friends, bridesmaids, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they've chosen in that moment to tell us how they feel. And we always want it to be positive and it always is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So do you want to give that energy away? You want to take that energy away from someone that possibly did a good job to focusing on the negative right you don't really want to do that exactly the last thing you want to be doing is babysitting your vendor Mm -hmm. on your wedding Mm -hmm. day like no i don't need to tell you how to do your job oh but please 
do this. Please do this. This is so bad for sure. So, <laughs> yes. oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you do need to refill the water during dinner service. I didn't know how to tell you that. Is an actual sentence that came out of my mouth. Oh my word. <laughs> I went to one wedding where it was like um, the groom was very specific about the music and had spoken with the DJ, did the whole thing. And he, um, has uh comes from an ethnic ethnic background so he has some cultural music he wanted to share as well and can i tell you how many times he talked to the dj that evening was like dude i'm spending a fork ton of money on this <laughs> and the least you could do is throw on maybe one or two songs for my family because 50 percent of them are literally sitting at their chairs right now and they're pissed because they're like i came all this way and i can't even dance because i don't listen to ariana grande i listen to folk songs because <laughs> oh, that's who my i favorite am favorite story of yours is uh the bartender <laughs> which you one? like White or red? Oh my gosh! What color? No, she okay. said. What color would you like? So I of went. Wine? I went. To, yeah. So <laughs> I went. Yeah. I can't remember what episode that was. I went to a wedding <laughs> at a very high end venue in Vancouver, and they brought catering in, and um, the couple were working on a super tight budget, so they kind of skimped a little bit on that vendor. <laughs> and I went up, walked up to the bar, and as I'm walking through, so we're in this beautiful little area where the bar is all set up, and it looked like an absolute absolute shitstorm. There was <laughs> literally cans of beer and bottles and empties and crap everywhere. It was awful. And I walk up to the bar, and I'm like, "Hi, can I, you know?" I'd like to get a drink. And she said, what color wine would you like? And I was like, uh, I'll Shit. take the purple one. Because <laughs> you know, if I said red, she would have been like, uh, <laughs> what shade of red? I, I, is there alcohol in it? Are I don't even know. Depot? Holy I don't know. crap. <laughs> what kind of paint do I want? I yes. don't know. So, yes. I do. I just thought of a new point, though, mm. is that, uh, so as a vendor, mm-hmm. we are part of a team. We mm-hmm. succeed as a team. We fail as a team. 100%. Our ultimate goal is to succeed. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you have a vendor on site that is not willing to put their hands in and help, even if it's not their job, is kind of an issue. Now, we have run across times where we had to pull extra weight, and that's fine. That's what we that's do. That's our job. We offer extra support when needed. But the most infuriating and frustrating thing is when a vendor cannot help and now I'm not talking like, okay, say um, like the catering team is setting up the dining space for dinner mm-hmm. and we are running behind somewhere and it's like, can you help? And they say, actually, we need to get, you know, water glasses filled and forks on. The- yeah. Okay. That is fine. You do that role. We'll do this role. We'll find an alternative. So when they're sitting there on their phone, <sighs> scrolling through Instagram or like breathing heavily on a chair, like <laughs> one photographer we had, a team of four, it's just... It's- he literally watched me as I had sweat yes. dripping. <laughs> In places, it should not drip. (laughs) Literally, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. And I used to say that when I was in the restaurant, and it applies to today. Because if you're sitting there watching me struggle, you're an ass. Exactly. You're an ass. Mm -hmm. And not just me, but like any other vendor. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, you've got two hands. You've got two legs. Maybe you've got a brain. I don't really know. (laughs) But seriously, like, come and help us. But it's very infuriating. Oh, it's brutal. But... As a team of vendors that are positive and helping each other, we make fun of that vendor. <laughs> we do. We 100% did, too. <laughs> oh, I have sure. no shame. I don't feel bad. He was, no. he was a bit of a bonehead. Yeah. So but, it's it, – um, we don't – it's a yes action. Mm-hmm. We're not saying uh, yes, 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 man or yes, 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 woman. We're saying yes, how can I help? And yes, you, 100%. And we – I feel exude that energy when we are um, talking to vendors and talking to clients. That's who we are. And we generally like to work with the similar people. And when your guests walk in and you walk in and you see a completed wedding space, you don't necessarily know the details that went into getting it there. You just walk into something 
that was in your vision. It's the kitchen on fire situation. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody. No one knows what's going on back there. Yeah. <laughs> We're basically saying we always say there's two parts to a wedding. There's the beautiful space in front, the the show, mm-hmm. and then there's the wizard behind the curtain, <laughs> and there's shit everywhere, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but it. You should never know what's behind the curtain. Exactly. That's our job. Yes. And it's our job not to translate it to you. Exactly. Because you're probably thinking, you're nervous walking down the aisle. You're uh, excited to marry someone. You you don't know where your mom is. Like things like, that's what you should be worrying about on your wedding mm-hmm. day. Not, oh, is there enough candles? No, that's us. <laughs> let us worry about that. <laughs> let me bring up the tiger torch. I'm just going to let all these candles in one go. <laughs> okay, guys, real talk. This is the part where we provide you with information that's going to help you make the right decision. And whatever you decide, you should both be comfortable with it. Okay, so here are some action items to help you. Yes. If, you're, if you've gone through all the reasons with your partner and you've said, okay, we're, we are going to cut this mm-hmm. vendor, we're going to cut this tie. Here are some ways that you can do it. Here, if you have reached that point where you think you're going to need to fire your vendor, these are some of the things I think that you need to consider. We think you need to consider. So number one, if you decide that you have to fire somebody and you've already put money down, there is a 110,000% risk that you are not going to get that non-refundable. Oh, it's not a risk. It's a fact. It's a fact. You are not getting that non-refundable. <laughs> my cousin Vinny. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. But you are not getting that deposit back. It's a non-refundable for a reason. Mm-hmm. They have put some legwork into your file as it is. 99.9% of the time will not be refunding you the deposit if you put it in. Now, in the era of COVID, mm-hmm. we have been working with our vendors to see if there's a way that there can be like a little bit of a cost recovered. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they've put time in and it's part of their policy mm-hmm. and in their contract, which you signed. So when you are signing a contract with your vendor and you like everything about them, you have to understand that that money is now theirs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so the remaining balance isn't due until however many days or month before your wedding. Um, but the money that you've already put down is potentially lost. So you really need to decide how bad they have effed up. <laughs> if yeah, you like, are, what is the cost? Like, okay, so uh, so if you, an example is a, a wedding planner, right. they have they've charged two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You've de- given them a deposit of five hundred dollars. Is it worth five hundred dollars to not have them present at your wedding? Yeah, you save fifteen hundred. You've lost five. You've lost five, but you've gained a positive space back. Right. So that's how you kind of have to look at it. Exactly. What have you gained from what you've lost? Right. Exactly. Now, it is a bit of a hard bite to swallow, too, especially mm-hmm. if you're working on a really tight budget and you thought you made a right choice. And as you're learning and as you're growing with this vendor, you're like, oh, no, this is this is so not a good mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you you need to kind of walk away. That's kind of what you end up doing. Now, I personally believe feedback is very important. Mm-hmm. And constructive criticism is also very important. That's the hardest one. But I think it's important for us as vendors to grow as well because mm-hmm. no one's perfect and we all have room for improvement. So if there is a reason, a specific reason why you're like, you know what, I'm not really happy with your service and I'll tell you why as mm-hmm. politely as I can, um, just because we're just going to keep this professional. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you. See you later. We're going to go find another vendor. However, however, you could let them explain themselves. So say... I am not happy with the services. You've promised X, Y, Z. I've received no communication. The list goes on. Right. 
do you have reason to believe this is a good relationship? And please explain. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happened, like a big major thing happened. You know, you never know. You don't, yeah. But let them have the opportunity to explain. And for the love of God, pick up a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Email communication. When you see multiple threads of emails back and forth, it's, it is There's so much room time for error. consuming to write an email than it is to have a 10 minute phone call. Totally. Pick up the fucking phone. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Quite often there is a mis- – we, we see it a lot as planners. All the time. we are the mediator. We're the middle ground. Mm-hmm. So we often find, okay, uh, this person said this, this person said that. I'm just going to talk to both just of them. It's have a chat. usually something extremely minor that can be fixed immediately. Right. Or just say, you know what? Client's not really happy with how this is going. Well, the client didn't give this. Okay. Okay. Well, they didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. Connect and we're good. Exactly. No, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, phone calls are so, so efficient. Now, I appreciate emails because emails emails are good just because oh, as yes. a recap afterwards. A recap, a follow-up. A follow-up As per email, discussed. As we spoke about an hour ago. Love blah, the, blah, 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 blah. Because then yeah. you can refer back to it. And mm-hmm. it also goes back to what I was we originally talked about, the whole yep, yep guy, where he's always <laughs> like, oh, yep, 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 no big deal. You're like, okay, no, no, no. So our conversation and then an email. As per our conversation, uh, number one, number two, number three, number four, this is what we talked about. Yes. Done and done and done. So, but I think you're right. I think you have to give a little bit of forgiveness to mm-hmm. at the beginning. We I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Again, we're all human. Shit happens in our life. Sometimes you're going through an illness that you're keeping secret. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. there's family life. Maybe you're going maybe as a wedding vendor and you're in the middle of a divorce, divorce. and you're like, how the hell am I supposed to be happy with my clients when yeah. I'm in my bed crying all day? Like, you know, there's so many other things that are going on. So even COVID is a I think we suffered it a little bit, mm-hmm. a little COVID depression. Oh, Just, 100%. Why would we plan this wedding? We have to replan it again. <laughs> we have to stay excited for our clients, even when we're not. Even when we're not. So, yeah, oh, man, <laughs> let me tell you, hula, 2020 totally blew. <laughs> but again, we're human. So I think mm-hmm. if you have a conversation, you're going to get a lot farther. Mm-hmm. And then once you speak with them and you're like, you know what, this is, this is, I'm still not happy. Not I'm not satisfied. Me. Then absolutely you're within your right to mm-hmm. be like, I am firing you as my person. Thank you very much. Yes. Now I will, I will tack a little bit onto that. Let them explain themselves and we will go further into detail a little further in the line. But if you are not comfortable doing it, get a third party to do Mm -hmm. it. I would 99.9% say your wedding planner because they most likely know that person, Yep. which they can maybe speak to them from a vendor perspective versus a you know, not a vendor perspective. Yeah. Well, we also know the correct terminology as well. Like we know, because the thing is, is you've never done this before, technically, um, as a couple. We're going to assume you've never done this before. So you don't know what to ask. You don't know what words to to necessarily say or to communicate what it is you're looking for. That's why you've hired us as your planner. Or the emotion, right? Or the emotion behind it. I'm upset that I'm losing this money. How can I articulate my words to say I'm pissed off? Right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I used to, uh, yeah, I used to, and I still do a little bit is you when you figure out how much things cost how many hours Mm -hmm. did i have to work today to come up with that money Mm -hmm. and when you kiss that money goodbye goodbye. without anything (laughs) oh <laughs> I agree. Yes, I think it's very, very important to be able to uh, to definitely have that conversation and include us as well. And also, too, when you are in the planning process, jump, um, kind of reversing a little bit, even before you've hired these guys, 
do your due diligence. Get a few different references from people. Like, it's okay to be like, hey, can I see some of your work? Can I Uh maybe talk to a past client? Can I, I don't know, I just, can I just see a little bit about what you do or ask? I mean, I'm on, we're on these Facebook groups all the time and they're like, hey, have you ever worked with so and so? Have you ever seen so and so? Have you seen their work? Blah, blah, blah. Or we see the bad story and then we hear about it a little bit more through work. It's like, oh, I saw that on Facebook. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was a big (laughs) shitstorm. It's really, really bad. So do your due diligence a little bit and get those referrals so that you can get a really good idea of the person that you are going to be confirming as your vendor. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you've still done that. And maybe down the road, you're still like, you know what, this is just this isn't going to work. And it's okay. It's okay to say no, I'm going to we're going to go with someone else. Not everybody gets along. Mm -hmm. Right. And we always say look at their platform there. Their Instagram, their Facebook, their their website. See how much effort's in there. Is it enough effort for you to justify the cost that you've paid them? Right. And if they're not, and if it's a beautiful everything, mm-hmm. and it's still not working, then well, that's just how it works. Yeah, just life. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think the next one, <laughs> pull the pin. Just do it. Just do not rip the bandaid and prolong it. Don't because it's like the worst breakup ever. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, it's the worst breakup Mm -hmm. ever when you think about it. So you've made your decision. You're like, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this person anymore. I want to move forward with somebody else. Totally Mm -hmm. fine. Let them know as soon as possible. That way you can move Move on on. and you know what? And they can move on. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, it allows them to release the date for somebody that they are a good fit. Mitt. Fit. (laughs) (laughs) Vibe. Fit. There's a whole bunch of words that were blended into that. So... Mitt. It's my new word for the day. Anyways. Pull the pin. Just just rip it. Rip it like a band-aid. Rip it. We got them all. Oh my god. Just you just gotta end that relationship and just it's over. Just, just do it. Just mm-hmm. do it. And Cold the, turkey. Yeah, exactly. And then the last um thing to consider is conflict of interest, which might sound a little bit weird, but let us explain. <laughs> let me explain. Let us dive in. Let me explain. You've canceled, no big deal. But they might actually say to you, okay, they might on. be part of hang a on. collective. So yes, of they, vendors. They might be a group of of mm-hmm. vendors. You're right that uh, you've booked with one of them, but they mm-hmm. all work together in unison for the event. Now, the person you've specifically booked with might not be the right fit for you, but you kind of like the other person. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yeah. That happens. But they might say to you, you know what? Okay, fine, whatever. Like we're we're not going to continue on services. Um, but you're not allowed to reach out to my associates that yes. I work with that and would have loyal to me that are loyal to me. Mm-hmm. If they worked with me, they would have been working with me on the file because mm-hmm. now that means that you are transferring. Like they would have, they did all the heavy lifting, all the marketing, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. They originally you know they hired you first and then you found someone else well the other person was literally sitting in the room <laughs> they've done no legwork yes. even though you like them more they're like there's no you know you can't you can't hire that person it's a conflict of interest it just it's a conflict of interest it's a conflict of interest <laughs> right so we you kind of have to be a little bit respectful of that as well mm-hmm. now there are other there are so many different vendors mm-hmm. within each sort of scope, lots of photographers, lots of DJs, lots of hair and makeup, lots of catering, lots of venues, all that sort of stuff that you could probably find somebody similar if the style is what you really like. Mm-hmm. Like I like natural light photography. I love it. But the person I picked, we're not working well together. We need to find someone else. Well, holy crap. There is so many talented photographers that are out there that you might drive with a little bit better mm-hmm. same with hair and makeup for example you're like i don't really like this person for whatever reason i want to find somebody else there are so many talented There's hair and makeup lot. artists out there that can help you so you're not totally 
up shit creek mm-hmm. <laughs> if you also, just also, if you decide you're like i don't want to be with this vendor anymore who do i pick i don't even mm-hmm. know <laughs> sometimes it's actually we encourage you to share your i don't want to say horror story but firing a vendor is a bit of a horror story in your wedding planning share this with your potential new vendor say tell them i i didn't feel like i was listened to i didn't receive what i thought i would receive oftentimes when people come to us and tell us a bit of a nightmare planner that they dealt with we pay attention to more detail to that specific element of right. their planning. Yes, and until I was heard, okay, we are going to make sure that you feel heard during this entire planning mm-hmm. process. Uh, they didn't even uh, talk to my mom. Okay, well, we're going to do that. So if you tell them your story, you'll get a better result and see if they actually showcase mm-hmm. empathy and and you'll get a good vibe. <laughs> you'll, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or you won't. Or, or you won't. And you're like, no, next one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're totally right with that too. I um. It's true. When someone tells us about their nightmare situation, we really try to help them. Well, I think it's something we, I mean, we obviously try to make sure that we don't do any of those things to, <laughs> yes. or we do those things to begin with. But mm. I think it's a little bit more of like a heightened, heightened sense of like, okay, I know that's a pressure. That's a trigger for you. That's obviously yes. very important for you. So that's something we're going to focus a little bit more on. Okay. Super, super weird little thing. <laughs> um, when I was getting my hair and my makeup done for for our elopement, and mm-hmm. I went in for my uh, trial, yeah. and she was amazing, be flawless. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Ashley. But I told her I was like, listen, I've had my hair and my makeup done before. I'm not really picky about my hair. Do fill your boots, whatever. But my eyebrows. I've got a thing about my eyebrows, okay? I'm Portuguese. I grew this shit on my own. I don't need to enhance them any... Di- like, I don't want black caterpillars on my face. It drives me absolutely... It's a groucher marks. Oh, my God. It drives me... I, like, I literally worked to get two of them. I don't want one, <laughs> okay? It drives me crazy. So, I told her, I said, it's, it's important for me to look as naturally... As a full face can look. As a full face can be, but just... Beat that face. Be, yes, exactly. But please be gentle when it but comes like, to my eyelashes. Well, no, but I'm like, please be gentle when it comes to my eyebrows. Like, go with like a lighter brown. Don't go with darker brown because mm-hmm. I have really dark hair. So they naturally like, no, black. <laughs> so much black. <laughs> what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? And then I end up having... And then I have to scrub it off and I'm like, oh my God, this is brutal. You look so angry. Kelly. Why are you so aggressive, tiny little angry librarian? Oh, so, and you know what? I was really happy with my results because Ashley listened and she said, okay, here's a mirror. What do you think? Do you like this? Yes, I do. So during the actual makeup process, she was along, I was along for the ride. Like, this is what it looks like now. Are you okay you with had that? had a say. She listened to me. I had a say and she was flexible with the result, which I appreciate it. She's like, I can take it off if it's too much. That was important for me. And like anybody looking for it, like hair and makeup is a perfect example, but even your DJ too, you know, like I'm asking you for these things. I come from an ethnic background. I've got really, you know, I want to play certain music. Can you do that? Yes, I can. Okay, cool. What, what have you done in the past? You know, like show me, show me that you can do it, you know, so that I feel confident in hiring you as a vendor. Every vendor has a story. Oh, they all do. They all do. It like. (laughs) The story of, uh, have you worked at this venue before? Well, no, but I've worked with half the vendors that work here. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if if you say, can you give me an example? Absolutely. I can pull a story out of my head immediately <laughs> about any situation. We're 45 minutes in. Look how many stories we've had. Yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day. Fire your vendor fucking sucks. <gasps> but it is it's not easy. It is your day. Mm-hmm. And you want to feel comfortable and confident in the people mm-hmm. that you have hired. 
And sometimes you need to ask for help. And that is totally cool because that is why we are here. That is why your planner is there. That's why your friends are there. Get referrals from your friends. Hey, have you ever worked with this person? I've talked to many vendors that are like, I've literally walked into a room and I've done that whole table's wedding, (laughs) that whole table's wedding. Oh, these guys I'm doing next year. So, you know, if you find somebody that- Why does that person look familiar? Oh, she surprised me. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) She's looking at me funny. I don't know what to say. Oh my gosh, poor thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have a three-year relationship. (laughs) Yes, bless. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so firing your vendor, not so great. But overall, you just really have to assess what's best for you and your wedding day. And overall, vibe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pull the pin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, until next time, we will have another topic for you. Of course, you can hit us up on our DMs, email, anything. (laughs) We're here to discuss. But we have a couple of fun stuff for you coming up. Until then, take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.